From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is 101.9 High FM. You're listening to 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the new Blue Review. Welcome to the program. Nice to be with you on this uh, slightly cool, cold and collected Monday morning here in Johannesburg. Gosh, you wouldn't know that it's Sukkot, eh? We haven't had any rain. It like spit and spat for a little bit and in the last weekend it just came bucketing down. It just poured out of the sky. Not that I'm complaining, we need lots of rain, but if you were sleeping in a sukkah or something like that, you would have got very wet. So that was a bit of a problem, but nonetheless, very, very welcome rain. Hope that you had amazing Sukkot. Uh, were you chilling out with friends and family? Were you eating some things? Were you decorating the sukkah? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, it's always a fun time, uh, Sukkot. You get to just uh, chillax after all that hard, introspective work on, uh, on, in, in, inside shul. And it's about eating and family and friends and, uh, always very, very welcome. So, uh, I'd love to hear from you. On the new Blue Review today, we actually are going to be doing a bit of a Sukkot, not a Sukkot theme per se, but uh, some some aspects Sukkot related, uh, particularly as, uh, you know, with Sukkot was a pilgrim festival. So we're going up to Jerusalem and seeing what's going on uh, over there. Uh, we're going to be looking at the Jerusalem Biennial. Biennial, excuse me, not Biennial. I just destroyed someone's French there. That's not good. Uh, Biennial, I think it's called. Biennial. I think that's how you pronounce it. You can let me know if someone can SMS me and let me know. That would be great. But basically uh, what it is is a display of 200 global artists that are going to be exhibiting in the city between uh, basically now and the 16th of November. So if you're interested in contemporary art, stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about new research suggesting that Israeli hyraxes have their own Facebook that's right, Israeli Hyraxes and their own Facebook. Uh, if you're not sure what that means, if you're not sure what a Hyrax is, uh, if you're not sure what Facebook is, well, we'll be talking all about that. We'll also be chatting about what can be learned from failure, especially on a big scale, very, very big scale. The new book out called Totaled, uh, all about what happened to uh, Project Better Place, if you remember uh, it was a project that was trying to make Israel a completely electric car uh, country, and uh, it didn't succeed. So they're looking to see what that was all about. And then also, uh, just to uh, just to top that off, uh, in our travel feature, we're going to be talking about uh, sticking with the Sukkot theme and going up to Jerusalem and all these sorts of things. We're going to be chatting about a biblical garden. Biblical gardens are a bit of a rage uh, in Israel at the moment. There's all sorts of them. Uh, and uh, these are gardens that have uh, animals, plants, activities that are all connected to the Bible. And so if you are going to Israel, definitely something that uh, we can look into doing uh, and, and something that you can can have a look at and uh, lots of fun for kids. And uh, even team building, just uh, interesting Interesting things all around. And uh, we'd also love to hear your ideas for the travel feature. Always interested in places you want to go and see uh, or in any other aspects. We want to hear about Sukkot. We want to hear about any of the things we're going to be talking about in the show today. You can get hold of us. You can SMS us, 34519. You can email us on air at chaifem.com. Tweet us at chaifem. You can even WhatsApp us. We even take WhatsApps, 0621482374. We'd love to hear from you and uh, engage with you 
there in Chai FM land because it is uh, is pretty cool. By the way, if you weren't sure what you were listening to uh, in the run up to the to the show, that was actually Idan Rachel because you can't really have a show with an Israel or Jewish connection without Idan Rachel. He's just uh, that kind of a guy. Uh, but somebody else who sings quite well is Rita, and uh, let's listen to her uh, before we come back and, and look at our first stories for the show. From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, I'm Benji Shulman, this is the New Blue Review, and that that you were listening to was Rita with Chever Shalpam. Beautiful music, beautiful, I love it. Uh, great way to start off the week with this kind of music. So, and never mind just starting off the week, we're also starting off the travel feature. We're having a look at things that you can think about doing when you want to travel anywhere, really. Uh, but with um, Sukkot being on the go, we thought we would travel up to Jerusalem and uh, see what we can do in and around that area. And if you are traveling up from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, the Neot Kodamim Biblical Garden is a fantastic opportunity, something which I would really suggest anyone who has uh, the chance should go and do. What is it? It's basically started in 1925 uh, with a guy who decided that he wanted to create a place in Israel that was full of biblical animals and biblical plants, as you would find, um, unsurprisingly, in the Bible. And he would create a whole destination around it for people who wanted to go and see it and understand it and, and get a whole a whole sense of really what the Bible was all about through a hands-on experience. So it has a whole range of aspects to it. You can go on hiking trails and you can go uh, through guided tours in the area and they have uh, obviously different uh, aspects for different faiths. They've got an interfaith walk. They've got just one for secular people, obviously for Jews, obviously for Christians, uh, for Muslims. So different aspects that talk to uh, people's different uh, connections uh, with uh, with the tours. Uh, excuse me, with their, with their faith and uh, a great place for uh, uh, young people to go, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, uh, uh, often birthright groups go. And they have, in addition to the actual if you like, space itself, a number of opportunities to engage with activities that are biblically related. So have a listen to this. Have you ever considered, for example, uh, doing your own cheese making or your own baked goods or, or hot drinks the way that the Hebrews would have done it in the Bible? Or perhaps have you ever thought of pulling water out of your own well uh, or making uh, wool and flax uh, in the same way as they spoke about it for Proverbs or minting coins uh, or doing weaving or, or any of these sorts of things. And you can, they have like uh, projects and processes that you can do all of these aspects and actually uh, arrive. There's a biblical cooking where you can learn about uh, the, the stew, for example, that, that was made in, in the Bible, uh, only using suppliers uh, that were taken from the time uh, learning how to write with a quill in the same way as the as they write Torah scrolls, uh, engaging with pottery, all of these exciting uh, and interesting arts and crafts which you find in the Bible, but which obviously we don't do too much of today. And uh, it is really a, a cool opportunity where you can do this. Of course, if you want to ride a camel or uh, ride a donkey, that is also uh, available. And they've even gone into some new aspects which perhaps uh, you wouldn't think of uh, initially. So, for example, 
you know, it's a big deal these days if you're in a corporate that you have to do team building and understanding leadership and they get uh, expensive consultants in who will come and uh, will help you uh, learn about your team and about one another and help develop uh, lessons. So they have this exactly there. Uh, you can do leadership building, but instead of someone coming and preaching the the way to do leadership, they, they get you to do it firsthand. And how do they do it? By herding goats. That's right. Herding goats. You can herd your own goats as done by Abraham, Moses, and David. Uh, and I might add a number of other quite famous people throughout history, like uh, Nelson Mandela. He was a, a herder early on in his life. And in fact, herders are often people who go on uh, to do extraordinary and interesting things in the world. And they go through uh, the course discussing why it is that shepherds and herders are, are like this. And, and so they, they look at the lessons, you know, the, the fact that uh, every single sheep counts and you've got to lead from behind because you can't show a goat where to go from the front. You've kind of got to herd them. Uh, and they go through all the lessons about what it means to be a good herder and a good shepherd. Um, and then you actually have to do it yourself. And so they bring you some goats uh, who are, I have to tell you, not always happy. And you can go then and uh, actually herd them. And you have to try and get the goats to go where you want them to go. And then the goats don't listen. And then I've seen goats get pretty cross. And and each member of the team has an opportunity to, to herd the goats. And uh, if your team member is the goat whisperer, then they obviously can can win a prize. And there's there's all sorts of this sort of corporate team building stuff. But obviously with goats, it is something a little bit different. So an absolutely fantastic opportunity if you do find yourself in the Holy Land uh, wanting to do some... Uh, some work and some uh, something a bit different maybe you've you've kind of done all these things why don't you go uh herd some goats and uh and 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 uh, understand what 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 the bible is all about or just go for a nice walk and check out the amazing scenery uh, you can literally see much of the country from the park uh, Tel Aviv is in the distance. You can see Jerusalem. Uh, basically, the whole country, because uh, where it's situated is in the thinnest part of Israel. So it is a, a, an amazing opportunity. So if you if you want to do that, uh, I would uh, seriously suggest it. If you next time you're in Israel, um, you can you can have a look. Or if you're not in Israel, why don't you pop along to their website and see? You know they've got virtual tours and lots of information and history about the park. It's Nort Kodamim. Uh, www.neotkedamim.kedumim, excuse me, .org.il. Uh, that's N-E-O-T-K-E-D-U-M-I-M.org. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the Neotkedamim Nature, Bible, and Culture Park. And a really great opportunity for anyone who wants to learn more about the Bible, hands on, uh, if you have a young person, who's doing studies at school that really wants to understand the stuff. No better way to do it. So that is the travel feature uh, for today. We're going to take a quick break, listen to Idan Amabedi, uh, and then uh, we'll be back right after this. The best part of your day. At the heart of your community. All the talk. All the music. All the news. Hi, FM. 101.9 High FM. That was Oshe by Idan Amebedi. And uh, he actually does some unbelievable music. I really, really enjoy his stuff. It's so smooth and so uh, just listenable, really. 
Welcome to the show. This is the New Blue Review. We've been looking at what's going on in the Jewish world. It is your Jewish current affairs and culture show. And the next up is indeed culture-related. Continue with our theme for the show this week with uh, Sukkot and Jerusalem. Now, if you are at all cultural and want to know what's going on, Tel Aviv is normally the place to go in Israel for culture, right? That's where all the big art museums are. That's where the graffiti is. It's where the very like long-haired people drumming in the middle of the street are, the people on the beaches. It's really considered the cultural hub of Israel and where the where the place is to go uh, to see all the the best that Israel has to offer in terms of culture. But Jerusalem is not sitting on its hands, uh, and it is making a play to become more culturally attractive to people from all over the world. And part of that uh, response comes from its binyal. I really need someone to help me uh, uh, pronounce that, but it's the Jerusalem binyal. And it's displaying works currently of 200 global artists starting off on the 1st of October running through to the 16th of November and encompasses 25 Jewish contemporary art exhibitions in several venues across the city. This is the third time that Jerusalem is running uh, its an international art uh, display like this. So when they first started, they didn't get uh, too much of a, um, a response. They had some interesting, uh, there were about 20... Uh, artists just from uh, Israel that that came in, uh, but now in its third year, uh, it has grown enormous, enormously, uh, and it encompasses 17 group exhibitions and eight solo exhibitions. And the theme this year is watershed, uh, as uh, as an idea of obviously a physical watershed dividing where water flows, but also a watershed in time. Perhaps looking at the idea that maybe the world is moving in a new direction. And artists come from all sorts of different places. There's uh, people from New York, from Los Angeles, Dallas, London, Paris, St. Petersburg, Budapest, Buenos Aires, New Delhi, Singapore, uh, and of course Israel itself. So it really does have a very international uh, feel and includes uh, obviously Jews. Uh, but uh, but even more so uh, a number of non-Jewish artists from uh, around the world, including India. Obviously, India having uh, come to Israel uh, in the form of its Prime Minister uh, Modi uh, in the last few months. So they have been involved with it. And uh, it's uh, absolutely, it looks like a fascinating exhibition. Uh, the Indians in particular... Are, are very interested in the watershed aspect because, of course, uh, their independence occurred uh, in 1947, whereas Israel started in 1948. And so uh, there is an Indian group of nine artists that looked at their exhibition around the idea of war and peace, and they found, they say, a lot of similarities between India and Israel uh, in that. And uh, and so one of the Indian artists uh, has a, a whole set of paintings devoted to love and war and the use of flowers and guns and also uh, connected to Buddha. She said she loved uh, the magic of Jerusalem and recommended everyone should visit. So that is pretty cool. Another one which I liked quite a lot uh, by one of the Indian artists in particular is an umbrella of peace. <laughs> an umbrella of peace. Basically, it is a canvas stretched out in an umbrella-like fashion and it has all of the flags of the world on the umbrella, so it's uh, quite cute. But it's not just uh, physical uh, paintings. There's p- 
people doing interesting things with the idea of to fill in. There's actually little paintings. There's a dance. Really all sorts of stuff contributing to the idea of art. And uh, if you're interested in seeing what's on display, obviously you can go to Jerusalem yourself. But if you can't quite make it out there, uh, I would uh, suggest that you uh, check out Israel 21C. They've got a whole article on it showing uh, some of uh, the aspects of this year's exhibition. And uh, really interesting to see the kind of art that people are doing, contemporary art, interesting art, uh, and things that are different and uh, appealing. And good to see Jerusalem, which is sometimes seen as a bit of a, as I say, sad child of the Israeli cultural scene, making a bit of a comeback and uh, getting people's art side going. I'd love to know uh, if you have a particular favorite artistic place in Israel, I'd love to hear it, or even in Johannesburg, a favorite Jewish artist, something like that. You can SMS us on 34519, email us on, on air at chaifm.com, tweet us at chaifm, or you can WhatsApp us, 0621482374. I'd love to hear from you uh, about that. We're going to uh, play a little bit, uh, song, take a break now, and then uh, when we come back, we'll be looking at the Facebook of the Hyraxes. Stay relevant and up to date. This is 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the new Blue Review. And this is the Sukkot edition. And uh, this has absolutely nothing to do with Sukkot. But if you woke up this morning and you thought to yourself, you know what? I wonder why Hyraxes sing. I don't know. Did, have you ever thought about that? Has that ever occurred to you? And you ever like been a burning question and desire in your heart to find out why hyraxes sing? Well, we're going to help you solve that problem today. Uh, and for a start, perhaps we're going to explain to you what is a hyrax, because if you're not sure, then that could be a bit of a problem. Basically, a hyrax, it's like a dussy. It's a sort of like a rock rabbit, uh, and they're all over Israel. And uh, they, they're quite big, actually. Look, if, if I jumped in, if, if I bumped into a hyrax, I'm not sure I'd be such a happy person uh, in the middle of, of of the night. But anyway, there is uh, an Israeli researcher who not only has he wondered about why hyrax sing, he's actually devoted a quite a lot of time uh, to the whole phenomenon. Uh, his name is Dr. Amil Aleni, and uh, he has been doing a lot of research into this important issue of why hyraxes sing. Now. Initially, it was thought that perhaps the singing of the hyrax had to do with mating. Uh, often in the animal kingdom, like peacocks, if you can show off, then this is a, a great way uh, to show that you're a physically strong specimen uh, and uh, would be a suitable mate. But this claim seems to have been uh, dismissed by uh, by the researchers into hyraxes because they say that the females just aren't impressed with the singing of the hyrax, uh, the male ones in any case. And in fact, what they found is that male hyraxes, uh, once they find that one male is singing, tend to join them and as opposed to uh, sort of trying to show the females that they're better than the other male. They join in in a sort of choir type fashion. So it didn't seem to be a mating call. Uh, but another hy- hypothesis that has been um, uh, also put out was that it was a a help call. You know, it was uh, a way of saying, listen, I need some assistance, but uh, this also doesn't seem to be uh, the right answer. Other hyraxes just don't care if the hyrax is singing. And so this researcher has said that he actually believes that the hyraxes themselves are basically engaging in a form of hyrax Facebook. 
uh, Hirex Facebook. That's right. So what they're saying is that Hirex are living groups, and therefore they tend to have uh, attributes of that group, of their clan, and they need to sort of communicate this uh, aspect of themselves to other groups of Hiraxes should they come into contact. And so... Basically, when they when they're singing, uh, they they are showing what their rank is, how big they are, uh, where they fit in the chain of other hierarchs, uh, and then these other hierarchs also sing, and they have a whole uh, a discussion about it, much like uh, as the researcher says, a, a Facebook wall feed engagement. So. Uh, the hierarchs are, are 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 doing this and engaging with one another and at the at the same time they sort of exchanging information uh on on the hierax super information highway engaging and understanding uh and understanding uh what what it means uh for other groups of hierax and uh and how cooperation with with other individual hierarchs uh, might go and uh this particular a researcher has been very closely studying hyraxes and they've invented some sort of new sleeve uh, which they're attaching to hyraxes so that they can even track them into uh, their caves and uh, work out exactly what some of these uh, songs might be meaning. So uh, that is the Hyrax Facebook. And uh, I don't know, perhaps for Haifa listeners, if you can help out, uh, we have a great opportunity for you to help out uh, with the Hyrax song uh, and giving a, a discussion. So we're going to actually play for you a singing Hyrax. And uh, I really would like to know from you what you think it means. There you go. That was a singing hyrax. Uh, I thought it was fairly melodious, not quite as good as some of the music that we have been playing on one one point nine five M. But that was a hyrax. We filmed him, and uh, that's what he had to say in terms of singing. That was uh, uh, one of our songs. So please, uh, if you have uh, a view, SMS us three four five one nine. You can uh, tweet us on uh on uh, at HiFM or or WhatsApp us 0621482374 would love to know what you thought of uh, that singing uh, hyrax and uh, yeah so there we go that is all about hyraxes for today um I'm going to take a short break and then we'll be doing some other israeli music uh, that doesn't have a hyrax jerk a frequency like no other 101.9 HiFM 101.9 Chai FM, and that was Haron Razel. Hope you are liking the music. I'm keeping it chill today. Uh, I think it's great what they've been doing. Uh, this is the new Blue Review. I'm Benji Shulman, and uh, Yossi has come in with some important reactions to our Hyrax song. Uh, he's saying, what do you call a very short Hyrax? A low racks. Thank you, Yossi. That was uh, amazing. Uh, made my day. Much appreciated. And uh, moving on uh, to another interesting aspect. Uh, we, we talk often in Israel about the high-tech revolution, all the successes, everything that's going all right with the tech industry there. And uh, we don't often talk about the failures and what we can learn from them. Because for every uh, 10 uh, every big company that uh, goes through ten fail uh, at least, so uh, or nine fail. So uh, that's that's literally the rate. Ninety percent of all these VCs fail, and so someone has written a book 
about the monumental failure of the electric car network. I don't know if you know uh, Better Place. Uh, Better Place was this uh, huge idea by this guy uh, called Shai Agassi. Uh, he was a executive, and he wanted to really change the world. And how was he going to do that? He wanted to create a electric car that could drive all over Israel. Uh, and instead of charging it like the normal way that they were looking to do it, he actually wanted to do it a bit differently by by basically being like a McDonald's. You would drive in, get a battery change, and then drive off. And for a couple of years, this was the coolest thing coming out of Israel. Uh, people used to go. I went to the mobile, uh, not the mobile, uh, the, the Better Place factory. They had a charging stations. Australia got involved. Japan got involved. The Danes were keen. And it was going to be the next big thing. And then it all fell apart. There, were, there was fighting between the different parts of the company. Uh, people... People said the cars were too expensive. They didn't want to spend time changing the batteries. They didn't uh, like the systems. And it all came crumbling down. And so this guy, Brian Bloom, has written a new book. Uh, it's called Totaled. Uh, and it's all about uh, the billion-dollar crash of the startup that took on Big Auto, Big Oil, uh, and the world. And it actually talks about the electric car and what it means and, and why it didn't work. And basically, his final argument is not so much about the car itself, uh, but uh, and but and what happened to it. Although he does go into it, it's more about what are the lessons you can learn from failure. And he speaks a lot to a guy, a Dan Singer, who wrote the original Startup Nation book. And he talks about how do you fail? How do you fail properly? How do you fail business? And how do you fail big? Uh, and uh, so it is a really interesting uh, uh, book and something which is is worth looking for. So if you are uh, interested, it's called Total by a guy called. Brian Bloom, go go have a look and a great way to learn uh, how how to do uh, failure and do it properly at, at at a big size. Brings us to the end of the show for today. Thank you so much for having been with us. Thank you to Mandy doing all the production, Craig pushing all the big red buttons, and to you, thank you for listening in. And have a great rest of your Sukkot. We'll see you next week from the New Blue Review.